This is Bentley Manning. And this is Kellen Day. This is an experiment to see what happens when church gets canceled. And we find new ways to connect. This is... This is... This is... Empty Pews. Hey, good people, this is Bentley Manning. Uh, Delighted to be with you on another episode of Empty Pews. Hey, y'all, it's Kellen. Kellen, we've received a lot of feedback from our last podcast where we uh, told everyone the hard, the hard news. Yeah, where we don't have sushi lunch on Thursdays. Yeah, we've received a lot of condolences, which I appreciate, you know, some messages of sympathy and solidarity. And I just want to thank those folks for reaching out in this hard time. Yeah, me too. Thank you for your kind words. Um, I think we're going to make it through this moment, uh, but it's going to take some time. And I just need to say, like, we are not replacing sushi with burritos every week. It's not working. We tried for a couple weeks. It's not working. Anyway, you all may not be, I mean, I assume not all of you want to talk about sushi for two weeks in a row. Um, Kellen, what's been going on this past week for you? Well, last night, mm, this past Sunday, we had a gathering at your house, the rectory, with a bunch of new folks to the parish. And there are like 18 new people there and a handful of old timers. And it was just like a really wonderful evening to see and get to know some folks that have just arrived to Incarnation. I agree, Kellen. I thought it was fantastic. Um, You know, coming out of this pandemic, it's hard to know what's ahead of us. So there was a great deal of hope, uh, tangible hope. Uh, present in the lives of real human beings in that house, uh, saying, hey, we want to be a part of this place. We are a part of this place uh, moving forward. It was great. It was a, it was a hopeful uh, evening for me and a, and a fun one. Uh, Kellen, we've stopped uh, offering morning prayer on Facebook. I'm curious, any uh, thoughts about any of that? Yeah, I originally, I still feel a little bit conflicted about it because... We had this lovely community of really faithful morning prayer participants on Facebook. And, you know, a number of times, like, no one was in Highlands. It was just you and me and then a bunch of other people around the Southeast praying together. Um, so I felt I felt sadness about leaving that little cohort of folks. And, um, and at the same time, there's been this just lovely sense of, um, peace and silence and um, for me a more sort of prayerful posture without the Facebook engagement. Um, I don't know if you have felt that. Yeah, of course I have, Kellen. I think during this pandemic, I'm someone who probably has a bit more trouble with the online praying than others. I think it's just maybe in my DNA. I think everyone's wired in different ways. And for me, the online stuff is a bit more difficult. So uh, it's been helpful uh, to take a break from the screen and and just pray uh, with the folks that gather together for morning prayer here in the office. It's been sweet because we have done um, a few sessions outside on our little porch. And while it can be kind of like noisy with cars passing or construction across the street, they're also like little birds that chirp and (laughs) 
I don't know. I have found it to be just a um, sweet time. And some folks from, you know, the online group have joined us in person. And that has been wonderful. So if you want to come pray with us anytime, Monday through Thursday at 8.30 a.m., it's a wonderful way to start your day. All right, Kellen, last week we talked to everyone about tubing and how much fun I had doing that and how we all need to go tubing together. But then just after that, we went jumping off a cliff with Kai. Uh, and that might even be more fun than tubing. Yeah, we talked about this last summer in our podcast, I'm pretty sure. But we this was the first time this summer that we went rock jumping at Bust Your Butt Falls. And... It is really fun. It is. It was a little bit scarier than I remembered it being. I got. I got a little bit scared. You were worried about the temperature of the water. No, the water was not that cold. As soon as I felt the water, I was like, "Okay, this is this is fine." But then you like you know haul yourself up this rock slab with this tattered rope, and then you like inch your way across wet rock to this little place and I just got up there and I was like oh it gets a little bit it's a little bit higher up here than I thought and it just it just took me some time all right can I stop you for a moment I know what folks are thinking right now people that care about you care about us are gonna be worried they're worried they're thinking why are you jumping off a rock a cliff that's dangerous you don't know what's below right they're hearing like my fear about it which is not helping comfort their worries what everyone needs to know is this place is well scouted Folks jump off of this thing all the time. There are no hidden rocks below the surface. It's a safe place to jump off. As far as we know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it was awesome, wasn't it, Kellen? It was pretty fun. Yeah, it was good. So this week's gospel text is from Mark 6, and um, it's actually kind of a funny text because there's not sort of like a central story or action, but it's basically like Jesus trying to get some rest from 
from the crowds, you know, it says that they don't even have leisure to eat because there are so many people who are trying to find Jesus and coming to him, um, wanting to listen to him or um, have him heal their sickness, whatever it is. So it's kind of this funny just excursus where Jesus is like going on a boat trying to get away from the crowds and then the crowds find him and then he tries to get away again and I don't know I think that's about it is there anything else I'm missing no Kellen I think that's really wonderful one of the things that I'm thinking about is Sometimes the gospel, sometimes our reflection on Jesus emphasizes kind of more of the divine aspects of who uh, Jesus was, um, you know, God incarnate. Uh, but this time he seems uh, particularly human, uh, that he would need some rest and time away. I'm just thinking about uh, Christ's humanity after hearing that gospel reading. Yeah, I think that his humanity is sort of front and center in this text. Maybe one thing that I did not do a good job in my summary is that sort of after he rests or sort of rests, you know, he kind of goes back to the crowds and is happy to be with them. He says, you know, they're like sheep without a shepherd. And so he's you know, really invested in their well-being and people come from all over the place just to be near him, to touch the hem of his cloak um, and to be healed. And so, I mean, within the greater Christian tradition, you have this kind of dynamic between contemplation and action. And I think in this text, you get both of them and sort of their right relationship described and embodied by the person of Jesus, right? There's sort of this emphasis, like, (laughs) I need to rest. I need to pray. I need to be away. I need to um, be quiet. And then, um, and from that place of renewal and connection to the Father, then flows sort of his power to heal and um, and be a shepherd to those sheep. Kellen, I think that's wonderful. No room for dualism here. Uh, no place to say it's either contemplation and rest and time and prayer versus something else. In fact, they work together and are both required. Um, if if we are interested in modeling our lives after Christ's life, uh, this is the pattern he offers us. Um, So I think it's an enormously helpful insight, Kellen, from the gospel, and a helpful reminder to us that whenever we try to start uh, dividing our lives up as if it's one or the other, uh, this gospel reading reminds us that we need both. Yeah, and I think that maybe some of us are drawn, you know, by our personality or um, temperament to one or the other, right? We might sort of like be naturally (laughs) the people who want to pray and sit and be quiet, or um, we might be the people who like love to be in the action and serving, right? Um, And I think, so this text is a challenge (laughs) to all of us, right? It leaves no one out and sort of says like, hey, how can we, um, yeah, bring both of these together? 
Um, are you praying and, and where has that prayer led you? a blessing um it's actually just called blessing and um and it's a blessing for the sabbath which i think maybe all of us americans people who live in this society um could practice more of even in the desert even in the wilderness sabbath comes May you keep it, light the candles, say the prayers, welcome Sabbath, welcome rest, enter in and be our guest. Uh, thank you all for joining us on this podcast. Before we leave, Kellen, do you have any plans for Sabbath in the, in the days, weeks ahead? I do. I'm going on retreat next week um, with three seminary buddies, which will be great. So no podcast next week. And then Bentley's on vacation, right? The week we're, after? We're taking the gospel text seriously. Super seriously. And getting some time uh, with friends and family to get away. So I'll be gone the week after Kellen. Uh, so we'll have a little uh, Sabbath from our podcast. But in the meantime, you all can check out old episodes. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be back. So just um, take some Sabbath while we're taking Sabbath. A great way to take some Sabbath is to go to worship. And we have services at 8, 9.30, and 11. Uh, please, if you hadn't been back, it's time to come back. Yeah, and maybe like a really easy way to come back is to come to our outdoor Eucharist on Wednesday, July 28 at 5.15 p.m. at the bio station. Um, the Eucharist will be at the amphitheater, and then we're going to have a potluck at the Cook Pavilion to follow. So you should totally come to that. But until then, we love you. We miss you. God's peace.